right, everybody. Welcome to episode seven. Is it episode seven, Rap? Fucking A, episode seven with Mr. P and Stage Banter, or Stage Banter with Mr. P. This is the show where we talk about all things stage banter oriented. The things you say on stage, the things you should stay on stage, the things you shouldn't say on stage, and the people that count on stage. And the reason I said count on stage is because <laughs> we have with us here Mr. Mikey. Oh, I can't pronounce your last name. No cool? No show? No show? Good enough. Good enough. Whatever. Good enough. From the Rip Taylors, who used to be in a band called Scars and Stripes, he's got some dope-ass shit. We'll talk about what his band is doing and who they're working with soon enough, because if I say it now, I'm going to get it fucking wrong, and that'll be a problem. But the most important thing you need to know is that they do Ramones Core, which means they don't believe in stage banter. They go, one, two, three, four, go. They might not even say go. That's too many words for them. They don't do letters. They only do fucking numbers. And as usual, I have my wonderful host, Wrath from Wrath and the Wise Guys, Wrath and the Social Infants, no vacancy media and whatever else the fuck he's doing. Did you just drink your beer without any hands? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, you did. Well done with your DCPC <laughs> koozie. Nicely done. Speaking of which, you'll be getting free ones at Fest. Anyone who goes to Fest this year, I'll be passing out free beer koozies. All right. So, Mikey, how you doing, buddy? Hey, peace and love. I'm great. It is wonderful to see you. And it's even more wonderful to hear you're going to be at Fest this year. So we'll see each other in person, huh? Absolutely. I will oh. be there in person. I am a host this year. Not a host. Uh, what a promoter. Uh, what's that guy that gives money to them? And then I get some sort of like... Sponsor? A sponsor. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm a sponsor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So uh, still couldn't I buy all day that. now. But yeah, you know, if uh, <laughs> if things had worked out properly, Mikey's band would be one of the bands I might be advertising in my upcoming uh, fest ad. But he chose not to work with me. Yeah, we, yeah. I, 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 yeah, you know, you know, you didn't have enough stage banter for my live albums. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a minimum it's, stage banter requirement. Yeah, they wouldn't well, let us cut ours out. Like they were like, no, 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 you have to keep that. And I was like, I sound like a fucking idiot. It's essential. <laughs> it is, and you know what? Every review that we've gotten from it is like, yo, the intro where he's like, everyone's going to hell, like totally sets it off. And I'm like, I sound like a fucking idiot. And yet, they like that more than your songs. Yeah, they do. They do. So. So, Mikey, I'm, I'm going to kind of pick on you here a little bit. Oh, my um, gosh. So, because so, you mentioned, you know, your Ramones core, you count one, two, three, four. Um, yeah. You know, I don't get that. I was in the overprivilege. We did 30 songs in 30 minutes, and we just played back to back. But we didn't even count. We just played. <laughs> you count. And I got to ask you. Why do you hate stage banter? I don't, I don't hate stage banter. I just feel like uh, it's just not something we do, right? They're like, they're, I'll, I'll go see a band and they'll give some stage banter and it'll be super motivational or super inspiring or uh, or really get us in the mood to fuck shit up or whatever it is. But uh, I don't think we're that type of band. We just want to play the songs and get to it and... You know, like the Ramones did it that way. So don't fuck with the best. They did it the best. Let's just do it the way they did it. It's the best. They sometimes spoke. I remember on the 77 live album that uh, right before Be Well, uh, Joey Ramone said, After reading that chicken vindaloo, I need to be well. <laughs> the fucking, that was goddamn funny as shit. It's great to be back in Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, loco live. Great Anyone ever read <laughs> Stephen King's Pet Cemetery? This next you, song you, is called Pet Cemetery. What's you don't know this, but underneath this building lies the pet cemetery. Oh and shit! So we do a little bit, you know. So every song we say Taylor's song title with the word baby, and then one, two, three, four. So. Like every song we introduce ourselves and like we just started doing that. And then we were playing with Richie Ramone. And when he said, oh, I'll never forget the name of your band. Then I was like, oh, we're on to something here. So, hey, we're the Rip Taylors. I'm not stupid, baby. And then one, two, three, four. And we do this relentlessly throughout our set. And we've managed to play. We One night we played for 11 minutes and it was like, great. 
like especially at our level we're typically an opening band you know when opening bands play for too long yada yada they get drunk Mm -hmm. they're talking they think they're comedians and then it's like yo like if you could play for 11 minutes i will like your band and it's great no and and that's kind of how the overprivileged got shows because our first album was like 30 songs in 30 minutes but when we first started we only had like 12 songs so we'd be done in nine minutes and I have a general belief that in the first 10 minutes, the people are just starting to like you. The next 10 minutes, they might really like you. But 10 minutes later, when it's the 30-minute mark, they want you to get off the fucking stage. They're yep. going to go outside to smoke, get a beer, take a piss. And all they know is that like there's three other bands after you, and they're done. You've yep. uh, Opening bands should be like an Amaz Bush. Like, done and gone. Give them something Amaz Bush. What was that? Amaz Bush. It's a it's a fancy food eating. I'm a foodie guy. I like to eat a lot. It's it's, it's like a it's like a it's not even appetizer. It's like the size of like a tablespoon of food that you get to prepare yourself for the appetizer. It's like the pre appetizer. Yeah. yeah, that's what the Rip Tailors are. The Rip yeah, the pre appetizer. The the pre appetizer. Yeah. I mean, so I that makes me have to ask you my next question. Or in Rath, would you like to ask the next question? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I mean, what makes you so angry about stage banter? You know, like <laughs> there, there's like, a well, imagine, that I'm imagine, angry about stage banter. <laughs> I mean, imagine you're at a social distortion show, you know, sure. and Mike Ness is just going on and on and on yeah. about uh, yeah. about uh, Orange County, sure, and, and Bakersfield, and you're just like, dude, will you play a fucking song? <laughs> yeah, that's not normally my. Uh, thought like I've seen off, I've seen circle jerks. Keith Morris will go on and on. I think last time I saw, last time I saw circle jerks, it was five minutes before they even played a note. Like they got on stage, uh-huh. and Keith Morris is just going on and on and on. I'll listen to that fucking guy talk for yeah. hours. I, you know, you get last you time I saw say, off, nothing, nothing. He just came what? on, he played, and he left. Yep, which is weird. No, but we saw we're not even like here we are, we're off. And I was like, nothing. Wow. Okay. Well, that that the music honestly of offs kind of speaks for itself, and I'll I'll give it that because it's it's a little bit different. I mean, like it's not too far off from Circle Jerks or Black Flag when he was doing it, but I think there's just it's a little more more mm-hmm. into it, you know. But uh, speaking of Circle Jerks, I just got to see them last weekend with No Effects and all that. And the last time oh, I saw cool. Circle so Jerks, who talked more, Keith Morris or <laughs> Fat Mike? <laughs> Fat Mike had a lot more time to talk. Okay. Yeah. Circle Jerks definitely went over their set time because he wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> and I was like, they, they played like 90% B-sides too, which was cool. cool. They didn't yeah. play Wasted and they didn't, you know, they didn't play a lot of their huge stuff. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think he would have talked a lot more because he was like, Are you I saying he was... shut up. Mm, I was about to say something, but then I remembered my wife and I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, so so, but let let me ask: Do you want me to be angry about stage banter? Would this make this more like? No, a, you like, don't need like, to be angry, but, but I do have to ask: like, Why does this? why does stage banter turn you into Johnny the homicidal maniac? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you want me to take? The the fuck you guys! I hate stage banter. Would that make a better podcast? Well, okay, so I mean, we have to get to this. Like, were you were you teased about stage banter as a youth? Like, when you were in like your first high school band, did people mock you? Did, like, uh, yeah, this was like like the, the senior yearbook. Did people say, "See you next summer," unless you keep up that shitty stage banter? Like, yes. is that what happened to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in my memoir uh, about how stage banter sucks. It's uh, it's called "I Suck at Stage Banter," and uh, yeah, it, it, no, like literally though, there is like something about like going on stage. Like I started playing shows at, like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and then getting on stage, and like the clubs I played at were like, oh, they treated us like a, a, a just like a thirty-year-old band. And they were so fucking mean. <laughs> like, they were. I'm not even joking about that, though. They were fucking mean. And it's like, don't you know I'm like 15, man? Back off. So that was the next question is, have you suffered stage banter abuse? Oh, Obviously. that's a good question. No, but like, but that's more like heckling from the audience. Though. I mean, I uh, guess if that's how you want to refer to it, or maybe people got on stage and they abused you or... I mean, stage yeah. banter abuse takes many forms, and I, I would encourage you to be more open-minded about those of us that have stage banter abusal uh, yeah. back situations. 
So I've definitely in my past, you know, like I, I make it clear I'm a person in long-term addiction recovery and I have a, a past and I've definitely dove off stages and abused physically people. <laughs> so I think that's more than stage banter abuse, but definitely, uh, you know, took it to a way too far level, like police showing up, shutting down the show, uh, yeah, having to have police approve us to go back into the venue to get our equipment, like p- people getting arrested, you know, yeah. So police that's like stage banter abuse. I mean, tell you what, that too that says Saturday night's all right for fighting. And yeah. Okay. So that that night, you know, I get on stage and there's a shit show. I dive off stage. There's a big fight and. uh I think there was like three of us in the fight. Not me, though. I got out, uh, got arrested. But then there was like five of us ended up getting matching tattoos to commemorate that night of uh, diving off stage and getting into a fight with the audience. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that's stage banter abuse. So no wonder you encounter to four, one, two, three, four, which, which kind of brings me to my next question. Um, since you count one, two, three, four before every song, do you do that before you sing Happy Birthday? So, okay, here's the thing. I'm the singer of the band, and the singer in Ramon's core does not count one, two, three, four. You have right. to have your band do it. So it's either the bassist or the drummer. In so our who case. does your counting? So the the best drummer in Ramon's core, Ryan Sweeney. Uh, so Sweet Time Records, Sweet Time Booking. He's a Nashville legend. Uh, I got the best drummer in the business he's the go-to guy to yell one two three four and he's a very appropriate guy to do it because man he he's he gets ramon's core like when i first started this band like i just did it like recorded demos and this and that and i was like looking for a band and i remember i was getting tattooed and i was talking to the guy tattooing me about how much I love the Ramones and I really want to get this Ramones core band going. And he's like, Oh, you must know Ryan Sweeney then. And I was like, no, don't know the guy met him. He has a Ramones podcast. He plays in Ramones tribute band. And then we got together and I started like playing the guitar, you know, checking my equipment and stuff like that. And I started playing just the chords to, I won't let it happen which is like a deep cut on Mondo cut, Bizarro. Yeah. A- yep. I love Mondo Bizarro. Yeah, great album. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I won't let it happen. It's like, what the hell? This is perfect. And that was like eight years ago. So me and him broke yeah. up real quickly. There was a guy like that in Baltimore, Matt. He played for the Gamma Rays and the Heroin Addicts, totally Ramones core, had the wrist action thing going. Yep. I played, played in a Ramones core, queer core band. Uh, not, not like queer score, not like queer core. Like, 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 like the queers and uh <laughs> called the abducted and i was not good at it i'm way too much of a hardcore drummer they really wanted someone that just played the ramones core style wasn't it yeah but it's all good so, so let me ask you why do you hate notes on the hi-hat why are you so angry <laughs> about the ramones hey, core beat you don't get to question me <laughs> I, I just can't do it they elude me it's fucking hard, isn't it? It's yeah. fucking hard. At the end of the Ramones movie, um, that I have on DVD, like the one that came out like 20 years or whatever, Mark and Ramones like, yeah, I can do this. Anyone can and he's like, yeah. how many of you can do this? I'm like, yep. uh, not, not, yeah. not, not, not me. Not Dude, it's me. exhausting. People hear the Ramones are like, oh, that's so easy. But to play mm-hmm. that drum beat, yeah. to play the downstrokes on the guitar, it, it's, no, it's hard. It, it's hard. It's a very so, physical style. Have you thought maybe you need to become a four piece though, so that each of you could take turns counting one, two, three, four? Because maybe it's too much <laughs> one, for your drummer. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, it, that, that thought keeps me up at night. I'm like, man, maybe I should be a four piece. So yeah, just so we you can, can count, count, divide up the numbers. Three, like, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> yes. Because cause be you, could, you could start off the one, so you're the singer, so it would still give you time to catch your breath to dive into the song. You go, one, two, three, four. <laughs> I like how you're like trying to sell me on this. That look you gave, you're like, <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> you can make the audience the four. You can, that can be your thing, where you shout one, two, three, and then you go to them and they do the four, and then you start playing. 
What about fucking proud interaction? God damn, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Scott's new band is forming it, it, bands on see, gigs. It, it, <laughs> on counting. Yes. <clears throat> Do you have a question you'd like to ask, Steve? Oh, Rap me. I, I definitely have a question you want me to ask. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, you know, counting one, two, three, four into happy birthday. Do you get mad on like New Year's when people are counting down like four, three, two, one? <laughs> I like every question you ask is about me being like this bitter, angry ball of rage. Yes, I'm supposed to say yes, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. yes, I'm so upset at them. <laughs> Actually, I just can't go out on New Year's because I just like I'm afraid of what I might do as they're counting down. <laughs> Right, like, you that's guys the made my sunburn come back. I got sunburn <laughs> this weekend, and I'm all red again. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm I'm taking the angry ball of rage approach. Yes, yes. I can't I'm stand like, that. <laughs> I, I, I literally told Ralph, I was like, dude, this guy is one of the sweetest, kindest people I know. So we're going to focus <laughs> purely on his rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly learning. Thank you for saying that, but I'm slowly learning to be a bitter asshole as we go. By the end of it, I'm just going to be a total jerk. Working on it, we were working like, wait, yeah. what do you have against five? Like, why won't you count to five? <laughs> this isn't fucking jazz. So man. there's this time signature <laughs> called four four that most of all, if not all, of rock and roll is played in. But but you could do one, two, three, four, five, high five each other, and then start playing. Oh my God, dude! <laughs> Reinventing the wheel here. <laughs> I'm a goddamn genius. That just came off the top of my fucking head. Dude, how did you think of that? This dude doesn't like I just smoke said genius. I, I, I don't know how he comes up with it. Ooh, <laughs> cracking up, man. Cracking up. <laughs> I miss you. It's good seeing you. It's good hanging out with you. Uh, I miss you, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was a little shocked that when we started talking, you didn't count it in. Oh, yeah. 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 My bad. <laughs> I figured you like small talk. We were like, hey, how's it going? Like, one, two, three, four. The weather's really nice. Like, <laughs> have to count in everything I do. You're, you're really, like, pummeling this joke, aren't you? You're, like, I taking was, it all it's worth uh, that our, my band counts our songs in. I can't help it. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, normally most bands have stage banter. Like, we did the bull weevils, yeah. they had yeah. stuff, and, yeah. but yeah. you only have counting, so I was like, I'm just, fine, you told me you only yeah. count, let's talk about fucking counting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I could go the fact that you call everybody baby and how that infantilizes uh, people. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's definitely, uh, you know, uh, terrible. <laughs> I, I, had, I did think about that. I did actually was like trying to be sensitive to that. It's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm taking myself too seriously. I could say baby. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, makes me think about pillow talk where you say, baby, do you count one, two, three, four before your pillow talk too? Is that is that like you know, before like or just go? <laughs> You're one, taking two, three, this four joke. Is the, it's the one, two, three, four play. It's worth. One, two, three, four it's play. Oh, that, that just came out of my head. Oh, yeah, that you. is a song. <laughs> one, two, three, four play. Done, dude. I I think you know Scott. He tells everyone he was a middle school teacher, but I think he was just a permanent middle school student. <laughs> that's why you're so good at being a middle oh. school teacher <laughs> what was it i was hanging out with some kid now who's in their like 30s and she's like yeah i loved going to your shows you're like you were all in your 20s but you were literally walking ids you just did what you wanted when you wanted you had like no maturity and no understanding of any possible consequences and just assumed everyone was gonna love you for who you were i was like yeah yeah well what a terrible that. On life. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know that changed. And then it's like, yeah, you walk into every room and just assume everyone's going to love you. And when you, they don't, you just move on to the next person. I'm like, I never knew they didn't. You should be just going around bitter that people are counting down on New Year's. And, <laughs> and not counting to five. And not counting to five. That's what you should be doing. Right? That's absolutely what you should be doing. Okay. So here's the thing. This is where I'm going to fuck with you some more. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Um, I am going to play you one of your songs, and you have to do an introduction to it, and you're not allowed to count. 
Well, I I don't yeah. count. I, I don't count. If I, well, you, I didn't bring, you, you didn't you bring your counter with you. To, yeah, you, you can't, can't hire, hire anyone, anyone to count. You, can't, you can't pull anyone over <laughs> as a counter. You can't phone a friend. Why not? Let me call somebody. And no. <laughs> no counter. Right. Fuck. Okay. And, well, how uh, do you know when to start the song? I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I'm going to play a 15-second countdown. That's right, a countdown, 15. 15, okay, 15, not yeah, four. just to piss you off. No, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be so, so mad, mad by the end. At the end of the 15, you have to go on like a 30-second spiel about your song. As if you're introducing, yeah, you got to like talk to the audience. You got to oh. tell them, yeah, you have to. <laughs> That's the rules. Okay. You don't have a choice. Okay. You can't count. No numbers allowed. So no, but I I can like like I said, I do introduce my band and every song before we play. So no mentioning your band's name, no mentioning counting, and no mentioning baby. <laughs> this may take a couple tries, but no, you I'm, one try. I'm learning because I don't want to be I don't want one. to one. reveal how bitter Rachel, I am on the inside, so I'm afraid I may, you know, go too far. But let's give it a shot. If you go too far, uh, Rath can edit it out, or you know, triple it <laughs> over with multiple vocals. Well, there it yeah. is. All right. So I'm going to tell you the name of the song, uh-huh. and then I'm going to start the countdown. So that means you'll have 15 seconds, and then you've got to for 30 seconds, and I'm going to time you for 30 seconds. You've just got to talk. And then when your 30 seconds are up, I'll just hit play on the song. And then everyone can hear how awesome your band is. Okay. Can you handle that? Deal. 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 All right. So the name of your song is I'm Not the One. See, what a fucking oh. number in it. You can't use the title of your song either. <laughs> the number in your song. There's a lot of rules. There's a lot of rules here. Punk I'm, rock I'm is all about rules. We're here to them. keep punk rock elite. Okay. So. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Here's the countdown. 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, Look at a whole count on us. Alright, intro the song. Hey, we're the Rip Taylors. And you know the other day, I went down to the grocery store and this guy was looking for some Heinz ketchup. Not that Hunt's bullshit, but Heinz ketchup. And he went to me and was like, yo, dude, I can't find the Heinz ketchup. All I got is this bullshit. Hunt's. And you know what I had in my cart? I had some Heinz ketchup. And you know what I said? Hey, we're the Rip Taylors. And I'm not the one, baby. I'm impressed. Sense, All right, yeah. here it comes. <laughs> Any second now. My time is a little off. Any moment. There it is. Your brain is empty and your life is a mess. You quit your job, now you're high on stress. Too many problems got you running around. Your paranoia's got my brain upside down. And you know. I like how the so, story so, totally matched up with the song too, because you're like, I'm not giving this guy my Heinz fucking ketchup. You go find your own. I'm not your hero, buddy. Dude, Hunts, Hunts is crap, isn't it? Crap. You gotta get that Heinz. I hate all ketchup. It's way too sweet for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you mustard? It can save oh, a, a crappy uh, French fry for sure. So I used yeah. to love mustard, and I'm still able to enjoy it. I mean, I went to Paris, and I went to a mustard bar, and like filled like multiple like little jars of like mustards like $75 pandemic hit when I got COVID two things one water tasted like sulfur really sucked wow. brush my teeth in shower mm-hmm. and mustard tasted like dick ass mm-hmm. and my wife's like maybe you're just tasting it for the first time I was like shut up 
<laughs> no, everything. When I got COVID, dude, everything just tasted like. But it lasted for like two years. Like garbage. Like I'm only just now able to start eating mustard again. Water uh, has gotten much better right away, but mustard has lingered as a problem. So can I abruptly cut into this mustard talk and promote my band a little bit? So Fine. That, song, that song, I'm not the one. It, it's it's I I love it. It we have a video coming out soon for it, mm-hmm. and in the video, uh, Phil Hill from the legendary Teen Idols plays a clown in it and he plays this drunk clown and we're like play, playing at this like birthday party he comes and like destroys it and so phil hill teen idols talk about ramon's core legend absolutely like, he he like it's like a childhood dream of mine that like my hero is playing a fucking drunk clown in our video and so this song will be released in 2024 on a split on idol time records which is owned by phil hill from the teen idols and that song was uh, mixed and mastered by mike kennedy from all american rejects as well so Ooh. we got a i'm dropping so many fucking names right yeah now. you are my dog was howling. my dog was so excited by your name dropping he started howling i don't know if you can hear that it was amazing <laughs> well, that's what happened. is with one of our last guests correct What's if that? I read that right, you're, the split is with one of our last guests. We, we're right? we're kind of in the air on who's uh, okay. going to be on the split. So so if you're listening right now and you're in like a really big band and you're like, I would love to be on a split with the Rip Taylors. Like, well, I'm not like huge. huge but I'm, I mean, I'm my a big band might guy. be interested, I mean, but I guess I'm not big <laughs> enough for you. First, you don't want to be on the label. Now you don't want to put out a split with my band. So, so another yeah. thing is. Well, yeah, like it was the wildest thing. I, did I ever tell you the story about how we ended up not releasing on your label? Like, I mean, through Facebook Messenger, yes. Okay, well, I feel it's a worthy enough story. Um, so, like, we had this full length kind of put together. Like, even this band was like kind of not a real band for years. Like, like I think I told you it was like yeah. my therapist when I was like going through a depressed. <laughs> period my therapist who is also a punk rocker was like yo you should just start a band <laughs> and That's i started everyone band. starts a band right <laughs> like a- to everything yeah and it worked like what a brilliant therapist and the solution like, and cause to all of life's problems being in a band ex- exactly mm-hmm. and so you know i started this band as like a bowling league not really wanting to do anything and then uh just out of nowhere phil from the teen idols texted me and was like hey man Assign your band. And this was like at 1030 at night, just out of nowhere. Holy shit. And he wants to do it like all traditional, sign the contracts and everything. So we sign the contracts and everything. And like, we spent the rest of the night talking about old shows. Like he totally remembers. Like I saw him when I was 15 at Sluggo's in Pensacola, Florida. And he remembers all the details about it. Song when I was 16 years old at the Java Pit in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, remembers all of it. He told me the story about how he would put his leather jacket in the beer cooler. And at that show, that was like there was like sweat all on the floor, and Guttermouth was playing too, and like, like sweat everywhere. And he was like wearing a leather jacket at it because it was cold because he just got it out out of the beer cooler. So that's a Ramon's core secret. So. Uh, put your leather jacket in the beer cooler so you look cool by the time you get on stage and you feel cool by the time I you get like on stage. I like that. Good to know. <laughs> I was like, I've never worn a leather jacket on stage. I have one, but I would be chagrined to do so. God, yeah. 11 high. years ago, I did. Huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was bad. It was it was a big, heavy, like actual biker jacket. It was just not <laughs> like holy shit. So so yeah, I guess I don't know if we cued in the listeners that uh, I rejected you with your offer to release one of our albums and uh, went with you know one of my childhood heroes. But I, you know, there's still the future. Let's. let's... <laughs> I, am I not one of your childhood heroes? Um, no, no, you're I one can't. of my adult heroes. <laughs> I, I met you when I was like in my late thirties. So, but yeah. yes, I, I figured we'd just work together eventually, anyway. So, yeah, thank no. you. I, I took no <laughs> insult whatsoever. So my my uh, my my attack upon your person, at least the one related to not siding with my labels, as opposed to your anti uh, words and only number focusing. <laughs> um, the, the the other thing is false. I, I I do disparage you for being you. You are bringing it right back to that joke, aren't you? <laughs> 
<laughs> I like to beat a dead horse. I almost got to talk about my band, and you're like going right back to the fucking one, two, three, four. This is not an interview about your band. We don't talk <laughs> about band stuff. We don't promote <laughs> band songs or their albums. There are other podcasts for that. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's time for another game. Oh, boy. Oh, God. It doesn't <laughs> have to do with counting. It does not have to do with counting. Fuck yes. Oh, it God, has to do you. with your knowledge of music. Oh, God. Okay. Let's I'm going to play you some stage banter, and you've oh. got to figure out the band that it is. Okay. All right. Okay. Are, Are they remote score bands? <laughs> um, I would say that there is a heavy Ramones core aspect to the band. Okay. All right. That's sufficient. Sure. All right, here it comes. <laughs> it's coming up. I did a delay in there. Yes, this is a Dee Dee song. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Very obscure, you know. And it's called In the Garden of Serenity. Oh, fuck. I thought you were going to have me guess the song. I no. was so close. It was all, the Garden of Serenity was so close. Okay, so what album? No, what, per what band? That's the fucking Ramones. Okay. It's not the Ramones. <laughs> oh, okay. So then where would Joey be playing a DD song? Oh, it's the Independent. There you go. Yeah! yeah. I knew you yeah. could do it. Yeah, it's the Independent. Yeah. 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 See, I was like, come on now. Yeah. I'm having the Independent. Shout out to the Independents, right? Oh, like, love that what band. A, what a great band. They, they slept in that room right over there when I first moved to Nashville, and they were like great buds. and. You know, it's good to have old friends come visit you when they go on tour. So, well, yeah. I, I should be oh, in yeah. Nashville for the National Conference for Social Studies in November. So uh, yeah, if you want to let me sleep at your place instead of me having to pay for a hotel, I'll let you do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 I wish I met you there. Or if you just want to go out with me and watch me drink beers afterwards, you can do that as well. I, I, that's one of my favorite pastimes, to watch my friends drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> we just played the Cobra in July. Oh, that was pretty shit. cool. So yeah, got on one of them no mundane Mondays. Oh, speaking of the Cobra, this is me trying to promote my band. We are playing the Cobra uh, October 22nd with the Queers. Ooh. So if you are in the Nashville area, come see the Rip Tailors with the Queers at the Cobra October 22nd. One, two, Sunday three, four. Night. One, yeah. two, three, four. One, two, three, Plenty four, of counting. Go. Plenty of counting. <laughs> Plenty. So much counting. Bring your abacus. <laughs> You're, You're cracking yourself up, man. Here I am, all red again. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> okay, so this next one's trickier. This next game. You gotta tell me who did it better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Put the cringe Joy's away. contagious. I just want you to know I'm laughing because you're laughing so much, not because of your jokes. <laughs> oh my jokes are so fucking good. Um, one, two, three, four, here it comes. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Okay. Well, that's CJ. Oh, that's Dee Dee. Look at you. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> You're gonna make Look me at stick you between CJ Well done recognizing. He so, is a Ramones core guy. Okay, so CJ, I even put them in out of order, like time wise. You can see, I think it's backwards, right? Uh, CJ yeah. Ramones. Oh, that's straight yeah. up. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I got him to sign me one evening. Um, I uh, was with JPEG. We drove to New Orleans to go see CJ play one of his first like solo tours. And we oh, walked right backstage into his green room. CJ had like a towel over his head and we like awkwardly walked in and, and then we were like, Hey man, like what's up? And he's like, Oh, just wait outside. I'll be right out there. And he was like, not mad that we just bombarded him. And he came outside, got pictures, signed my arm. And then the next day I went, had a friend tattoo it on me. So yeah, if you're not, not like watching the video, I have a tattoo of CJ Ramon's signature on my arm. I also have a Richie Ramon one here too, but he's not in the game. So, are you saying CJ versus Dee Dee? 
So yeah, I mean, when, the fact when, that you even immediately recognized which two it was, I, I appreciate that. Like you are, you are, uh, you are as uh, knowledgeable as I expected. Which, you know, JPEG, as you know, is also highly knowledgeable of stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you know, JPEG was a singer of Colin Dead. For those of you that don't know, the band I used to be in, um, you know, it, it's just what fun it is having friends that know shit as much or even more than I do. Because I'm not sure I would have picked that up. So well done. So. Uh... I when I was 14 years old, time I saw the Ramones. I went with my brother. Uh, they were playing with Pearl Jam. My brother loves Pearl Jam. I love the Ramones, and I went to see them. And it was CJ Ramone, you know, the, that yeah. version of Ramone. CJ Markey, uh, Joey, and Johnny. And then the very next day, you'll love this. The very next day, I started a band. Friends. And like, I'm not making this up. The drummer started to click his sticks together. I said, no, no, no. We say one, two, three, four. <laughs> so even at like 14, when I start my first band, I was like, no, no, no. We say one, two, three, four. And so like, there's so like, I love Dee Dee. Dee Dee's a fu fucking Saint Dee Dee. I love Dee Dee all day. And I'm going to be sacrilegious and say, CJ, man, like, I know this is stupid, but there's so much sentiment and love for CJ Ramon. Um, you know he he he's a great guy and yeah Dee's a saint then i'll i'll pray to Dee, Dee but uh i you know my heart's with cj these days well done look at that yeah i mean i uh you know you listen and i and i always thought i was like well one's ramon's local live and one's ramon's 1977 the quality of the recording just gave a little bit more power to cj's from i just i i don't know if it was i've only ever seen cj live i'm not uh yeah I'm not old enough to have gotten to see DD. The first time I saw the Ramones was the day Jerry Garcia died, and Johnny Ramone wow. was wearing a t-shirt that said, I'll be grateful the day Jerry's dead. <laughs> With Jerry hanging from a tree, Ugh. so, you know. Was, that was pretty funny. John, Johnny was not a saint. Uh, no, Johnny was no. not. No. <laughs> so, and he's but, quite okay, the angry person thing... we want you to be. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I need to be more like Johnny. More like Johnny! <laughs> So, okay, if you notice the one, two, three, fours with CJ versus maybe the one, two, three, fours with Dee, Dee there's always a pause. And I think it has something to do with the drummer, though. So CJ just randomly yells, one, two, three, four. It doesn't have anything to do with the tempo of the song. Just one, two, three, four. And then there's like a slight pause, then they start. So with Loco Live, it's very apparent. One, two, three, yes. four, boom. One, two, three, four, start. It's one, two, three, four, start. So there's this pause in between. So there's a, like a, a randomness to CJ's counting off. He just yells, not even in time. So how does your drummer do it? He he does it on time. Yeah. We so there, oh, so he's even one of looking those at drummers that does things on time. So, <laughs> but looking at Loco Live, you know, versus like It's Alive, right? Yeah. So like the the tempo huge difference oh, Even, yeah. like like cj era versus dd era cj era is just, like full blast oh yeah rip taylor's were a little bit more in the 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 early ramones era of playing tempo like i think for a while they're just bands got too fast so we're 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 you know in my the, face in the pocket. if you're watching if you're not watching yeah. it is chagrined <laughs> shorter faster louder best album almost ever everything should be faster <laughs> My, my 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 current bandmates always tell me I'm like just slightly too fast, and I'm just like, mm -hmm. wait till wow. we play it live, and that'll be slightly too much faster, more. Yeah, just trying to, well, you're just trying to get kicked out of bands. I am well, not trying to get you kicked gotta out have of a bands. songwriter. Just, I am the songwriter. You have to have a songwriter who writes good songs because There's if no, you play them too fast, you can't hear the good song. Okay, fair enough. There just was a song in Call and Dead called like Jay went down the hole, <laughs> and if I played it too fast, Chris couldn't do his fancy yeah. guitar crap. I get it. I can't yeah. help it. I'm a DC hardcore kid, and everything should just be faster. Well, you are right, though. I think there's particular styles of music that just sound right uh, too fast. Totally. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, it was always easy to be on tempo and the overprivileged because the speed was as fast as I could play every song. Yeah. Great. That was pretty much it. Play it's as like, fast how fast can. is it? As fast as I can. No. And as I got better and better, I got faster and faster. The songs just got faster and faster. We did a reunion in... Uh, in March, and everybody was like, "You need to play faster." I was like, "Oh my god, no one tells me that anymore." Everyone's always going to slow down. I was like, "Now I'm playing against myself from 20 years ago." And I'm like, "Damn, I'm old." Yeah. All right. 
funny. Which, which gives us to our uh, our next segment, which is fuck yeah, fuck no. Oh yeah, I know this one. I know, you know this, this one. one. Okay, <laughs> but I, I, I have different I, questions. No, I have different fuck questions. No, no. So uh, middle finger, <laughs> fuck no, and uh-huh. fuck yeah, you can either do fist or you can do double horns, jazz whatever hands. you prefer. Jazz hands, metal jazz horns. Metal I'm not, horns. I'm not as We're not allowed anymore. Yeah. Hey, All these right. aren't spirit fingers. These spirit are spirit fingers. Spirit fingers, <laughs> jazz hands. So I, I'm a I'm a group therapist these days, and I very much it, it, you know bring the spirit fingers and jazz hands into my group therapy. So this is these spirit fingers. These are jazz hands. I, yeah, I, thanks I, I, for I, I, finding I, I, the I, difference. I had to update these questions. I've asked a lot of the same questions in previous episodes, so I came up with some new ones of things that irritate me or don't irritate me. Maybe I love them because fuck yeah, fuck no. Um, is it ever okay for a band to spend time on stage asking their bandmates what they're going to play next because there's no set list? One, oh. two, three. How much time? No time. How much time are you spending? None. No, no time. No, if your somebody, shit. If somebody has something in their back pocket and they're like, yeah, play this song and then fuck it. So this is why. Not... So I have an opinion. This is why the Rip Taylors. Uh, they, they, this great band, the Rip Taylors, they say their name, then they say the name of the song, then the one, two, three, four. So in the announcing of the song, like, you know, Patrick McVeigh, the basis for the Rip Taylors, uh, I, I need to talk about him because he's a fucking saint, great, you know, bandmate. He's played in the Queers, where the Queers just don't have a set list. So Joe will just yell out a song. And so it's like the train is moving. So I think it's good to have one person be kind of in charge of the set and maybe have some set lists written. Cause I know I have gone off set list and you know, Patrick and, and Ryan uh, behind me just follow. And it's just like, let's roll with it. So and let's I'm not discuss it. Let off the, set list. Like, like Fugazi doesn't have a set list. They just kind of feeling going to the next thing. What I mean is literally like, let's pretend the three of us are a band yeah, and we're all no. done. And I'm like, Hey, uh, Rath, what are we playing next? And then Rath goes, uh, I don't know. Mikey, what are we playing? He's like, do you guys want to do this? And I go, no, I don't want to do that. And we spend like 15 seconds yeah. having Much like democracy. a uh, cool team be about what right. we're going to play next. Who's in See, charge? If you have a, if you have a wild charge? card. Let them be in charge. If you have a wild oh, card and you know they they always have something, then mm-hmm. you could you could turn that into a shtick, I guess. And be like, oh, no, what are we going to play? And my bass is like stiffed. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Then let's go. But if, if you can't pull that off, then it's definitely a, it's a crowd killer. Yeah. Like, like, you know, be, if, if you're, if it's, if you're able to just do it like Joe Queer does, or you're able to just ask one person, they respond and you go. But I mean, we're talking an extended, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like they spent 15, which 15 seconds during a set is like a thousand years. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that's like half of a song. <laughs> yep. For some yep. bands. Yeah. So, Okay, so this next one, I feel like it's a personal attack, but I didn't mean it as such. Uh, is it about counting? No, <laughs> not yet. Is, not it, yet. Uh, is, is it ever okay for a band to announce their name and their song title every fucking song? <laughs> yes. I'm yes. cool with it. They're, you, it is the, fuck yes. It's the appropriate thing to say your band name, the name of the song, Baby two, three, four. It is, it is the, the most effective way to let people know what they're getting into. It's like, you know, like a content warning. You know, it's it's kind of nice to have. have you, you get, prepare for this. I have my own band names this song before we start every set, so. What is that? <laughs> my own band the says songs. the name of the song before every set. Yeah, my yeah, it's band, awesome. The Misfits do it. The Queers do it. Ron's do it enough. Oh, right? so just because so you just got to follow everyone else. I would say like lemmings, but lemmings don't actually follow things off the cliffs. That's yeah. a myth. And I don't yeah. believe in perpetuating <laughs> myths. Like that you have yeah. to say your song title for every song. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I have a gig next weekend and I'm going to do that. Band every song. Song. One, two, three, go. Yeah. Every yeah. song. Oh, yeah. Are yeah. you one, two, three, go? Because my, my, my next question well, is, is it okay to say, uh, wait, you said one, two, three, go. Is it okay to say one, two, three, go? That was my next question. Instead of four, can you say one, two, three, go? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, right? are you sure? Is that, are we playing this? Is this fuck no, fuck yes? Yeah. Yes, it's fuck yes. It's fuck yes, no, fuck that yes. was the next yeah. question. 
Totally. That was my next question. He just jumped right into it. He's going to yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would boycott I love, his I love show. variations. You, you, you'll hear Dee Dee do it in German sometimes. You could just, yeah. Like, yeah. Go for, yeah. Whatever what, it is. What about one, two, fuck you? That's my favorite. I, I do that all the time. So. Well, that's not oh. nice. <laughs> oh, 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 one, two, oh, thank oh. you. One, two, thank you. One, two, I appreciate you. Yeah, I'm doing that. One, two, appreciate you. Did he just. What did he say? I love you. One, two, love you. He loves us. I like that. One, two, love you. One, two, thank you. Yeah. Well, you know. Two, fuck you. Like, change it for everyone. You go to a different, like, blank you. I've, you know, I've been in a band for three years and my drummers, we've had. I want to say four drummers at this point for any certain amount of time. None of them let us do one, two, three, four because they don't have monitors. Uh, <laughs> so they're like, uh, I can't hear you. We'll fuck it up anyway. And I'm like, so I want to do it. <laughs> you just got to be yeah. loud enough that they can hear well, you. Yeah. I mean, you're on stage. You've seen me. Doing... I'm loud, dude. I don't know. Even without microphones, if you scream one, two, three, four, I should be able to hear you on stage. I don't mm-hmm. they. As long as you don't kill one, two, three, four. Which is I'm like going to do that now. It's not like that one, was two, three, four pillow talk. That was, yeah, that was sexy. <laughs> one, two, three, four, play. Okay, so no, let's, <laughs> the, 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 one, two, that needs four, to be your play. next EP. It, it, I, I it, swear, it's turning man. back. It's all going to be sexy songs. It's going to yes. be yeah. One, two, sexy. And one, a new baby boom is about to happen. It's not one, one two, two baby. It wasn't a bad thing. It's just like we're gonna. I'm letting you know. <laughs> one two, screw you. Want to screw you? Ooh, want to, you know? <laughs> I'm just. We're, we're really like going through this as much <laughs> as it's worth, huh? <laughs> There's a dead horse in Scott's room right now. <laughs> 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 Sorry, vegans. <laughs> it was okay. natural causes. It's... We're we're gonna go to the uh, the other extreme. Is it ever okay to just say absolutely nothing? You get on stage, you play, and other than your lyrics, you don't say a fucking word. Are we are we one two three or one? Yeah, one two three. Fuck one two three. One two three. Fuck yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. yeah. Totally. I haven't seen uh, bands do that very often, but when I do, I'm like, all right. There's Don't even announce me. your band name. You just get up, yeah. you play, you leave. No, thank you. No, nothing. Just yeah. That against me live album. Uh, I can't remember the name of it or anything. They have a couple of them it. out. So yeah, yeah. It's just playing, and I love that. Yeah. As opposed to fifteen. Sorry, fifteen. One day I'm going to stop beating the dead horse at fifteen. <laughs> but those fifteen minute uh, soliloquies, those monologues. It's like I'm in a uh, Les Miserables play or something like that. <laughs> okay, so our, our, our next segment is called I'm Not a Cliche. Okay. I got to play the like intro music. The, the X-ray specs, huh? Oh, yeah. So you're just going to call me out, huh? They, they out my they, song. Oh, basically. What a, right. what a fucking great band. Unbelievably band so great. Yeah. Um, I, I think they have a documentary out on polystyrene. Um, if it's out yet, I haven't seen it, but it's on my constant list of like looking out for. You know, it's one of those things like, man, if only I had been born 20 years earlier. Yeah. And they and have was... great one, two, three, fours. That one, two, three, four. Like great one, two, three, fours. If you listen for them. Uh yeah, polystyrene. So, I think. Does can you good. can you have a hidden track on your next album? This is a uh, compilation of one, two, three, fours, and then I want <laughs> you to have like footnotes or an index uh, in your album notes to say where the one, two, three, fours came from. Very necessary. Yeah. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I may even like donate money to the support of it, or like I'll sponsor that. Like one, two, three, four is sponsored by DCPC Live. Yeah. 
It'll be on the one, two, three, four play. Four, oh four, my four. God. Why did I bring up one, two, three, four? You guys are like going right back into it. Oh, don't say you guys. I'm what's sorry. The, I'll apologize. What's the cliche? Okay. Thank you for the personal <laughs> accountability around that. I, thank you. You gals. I used to say that all the time. And my sister's like, well, I was like, why is it going to be gender specific? Like, why is guys okay, but gals is not? So, y'all, y'all is the way y'all. to go. Y'all, 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 yeah, y'all. very gender inclusive. Y'all, I'm from y'all Virginia, peoples. so the y'all it hits y'all. home, you know. Yeah, yeah, I should, I should be saying y'all, so forgive me. Y'all, y'all need to cut it out. Y'all need to like just do what I say. Wow, I tried. I was so. very aggressive. Try, I, I was waiting for it. it like, it, I was sold. What do what do I need to be doing? Well, we gotta come up with uh cliches that can't be said. So what are some okay. plans? What are cliches? Not that that get when you hurry all the time. So I'll start off like tip your bartender. Hmm. What are those some cliches that we hear? Um, One, two, three, four is a cliche. Yeah, I guess so. Is it? <laughs> I just decided it was. <laughs> what are, what are things that I hear? Um like there's like that whole thing about being overly nice, like like praising a band too much, I think. Like praising oh, the bands great, you play with we, great band. Yeah, yeah. A little bit too much sometimes feels awkward. Especially but... if they had a really bad set. <laughs> like that band was so great. And you're like, man, you guys are <laughs> lying to me. Or or when they get on stage. But it's like... almost like what? Go ahead. I was like, I want to thank all the bands that played tonight, but you can't pronounce their names. That's oh, the wrong syllable. Or, or you forgot. <laughs> oh, that's me all the way. That's why I don't talk. Like, it's yeah. like I can't remember everybody's band name. Can't pronounce them anyway. Yeah. What else the band say on stage that you hear just like in every show? Some ubiquitous things. I don't like. Should we? Are they all things we don't like? Or no, it doesn't matter if you like it or not. It just it happens. Um, we got merch in the back. Merch in the yeah. back. Yeah. You know. Yeah. God, Thanks for coming know. out I, tonight. That yeah. I don't pay. You could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you chose to be here. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I said that at a show that Scott was at with about five people in the room, and they and literally like, could have been anywhere to- else. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our socials. That never used to happen twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah join, join the mailing list. That was twenty years. There we go. Join mailing our mailing. List. Yeah, that used to have on the back side our mailing list. <laughs> Any other? Cliches? I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I added like one, and it was weird. So, uh, you're, you're way better at this game than I am. I, well, I'm terrible at spotting cliches. I'm ashamed at you. I figured you know you everything. And you played, how many shows have you played? I am sure you've heard thousands and thousands of re- repetitive things. Yeah. So Ever I, I, I'm going to ask you because this won't be out for a couple of weeks. You're gonna you've got a couple of shows coming up. I want you to keep track of cliches and then send them, and we'll add them to like uh, the, the 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 description of the episode. These are Mikey's cliches <laughs> that he found after okay. he left the episode. Your homework. Uh, I, That's yeah. Funny. Okay. Good. Good. You're gonna add yeah. your homework. The cliches. The cliches. So here's the thing. I mean, we're going to introduce another one of your dope ass songs. Um, this time you got to talk for a minute because your uh, drummer broke his bass pedal and he doesn't have the drum key he needs. So he's got to go out to his van to get it. And your bass player has the keys to the band. So your bass player went with him too. So you're all by yourself on stage and no one's going to rescue you. And you've got to talk for a minute straight, but you can't use any cliches. No, uh, no tipping your bartender. Rules no, again, uh, huh? Checking out our. Rules are what makes it fun. Oh, the, yes, the, the pretentious punk rocker here with like Les Miserables and like rules and shit <laughs> like that. Damn, dude. If there aren't any rules that you can't play the game, you can't play rugby without rules, right? That like type of rules. Okay, there's okay. two rules in rugby. What? <laughs> 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 You're full of shit, Scott. <laughs> It's don't right, throw right. forward and tape your ears down. There's no other rules in rugby. No, there are any rules in rugby. I was just thinking no rules. Game. <laughs> that sounded like far and sort of punk rockish because this looks anarchist to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the rules are I can't 
don't know. You, I'm you, just going to do the thing. Let me do the thing. You're going to do your thing. We got to do your countdown again. So you got another 50. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. I'm sorry. It's not counting one, two, three. <laughs> I should have given you at least one, one, two, three, four, but I didn't. Yeah. So you gave yeah. him two, technically. I mean, yeah, yeah, I did give you CJ and DDs. So yeah, this is one, two, three, fun. four. So, all right. Here, here it goes. Here's your countdown. Oh, and the name of the song is uh, I'm a Fucking Delight. My new favorite uh-huh. song, by the way. I checked that Thank out. Thank you. It's fucking delicious. I love it. Fucking delightful. Delicious. Fucking delightful. <laughs> 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Hey! We're the Rip Taylors, and yesterday I went and got my oil changed, and I met this guy. Ah. His name was Lou, and you know what Lou said to me? He <laughs> says, "You are so nice," and I <laughs> said, "I you swear you say I'm nice, and fuck you, I'm a fucking delight, baby." You gotta go. You gotta like minute work up stuff here. Like, you got another like forty seconds. Okay, so <laughs> then you know me and Lou, we we actually like bonded and broke up. So like. We went and had coffee, and I, I learned a lot from Lou. Really, like, like you know, when you really get to know somebody, you get to know their heart, and like he just brought his heart with him. And I learned a lot, like, because he he's like from like the Northeast, and I, I never spent much time in the Northeast. And so, like, I come from the South, and it was like these two guys from two different, completely areas coming together and just having a great time. So shout out to Lou. Thanks for the oil change. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, Till next time. That's perfect. That was one Dude. minute. All right. Okay, oh my god, that. <laughs> like, do you do you write? Tell me, please. You write. I'm books. a fucking D. Like, like, I'm a fucking D. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that was, was just okay. thank you. Oh my <laughs> god! Fuck! What's this game? I was not prepared. <laughs> well yes, done, I, and, and, and yes, I do write. If we're talking about promotions, I'm currently finishing up a book, uh, a nonfiction in the self help world. Uh, so it's it's uh, tentatively called em- "Embrace Your Demons," all about uh, meditating yeah. with your inner demons. Uh, so. Uh, that's another promotion. Thank you. Cha-ching. Awesome. Cha-ching. Have you ever heard of you know, Chris Grosso? Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. that guy. Another, you know, yeah. he writes about very similar subjects, obviously, but yeah, mm-hmm. just that, that was the first thing. Yeah. Indie yeah. spiritualist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. He's got a dead setting on living. Coming out. Yep. That was his last one. And then he's got a brand new one coming out that he's doing the review kind of tour with. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. I'm very much looking my forward world. to your, your book, man. Like, hell yeah. Definitely my world. And, you know, there's a bunch of us punk rockers, like Miguel from Teenage Bottle Rocket, who we'll be playing with on October 21st at Reggie's Rock Club in Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Come see the Rip Taylors with Teenage Bottle Rocket. But Miguel from Teenage Bottle Rocket, we're boys. He, he writes in that kind of world, too. Uh, I Want to Be Well is one of his books. Uh, shout out to Ramon Score there nice. about my meditation wife just finished, and stuff uh, like that. She's just finishing a capstone course on compassion from Stanford. Yeah. So she's working on a whole project. We're talking about how, you know, moving from empathy to compassion and how empathy is where you feel it, but compassion is where you take productive action, natural support mm-hmm. of helping the person instead of just dwelling in, and, and feeling the same pain that doesn't necessarily help them or you. So it's very nice. interesting. So that's maybe- cool. So Scott, a quick question for you. Have you ever gotten to open for Richie Ramone? No, but my wife opened for Marky Ramone and when Marky Ramone played no. with the Misfits. Oh, whatever. Me and Mikey here are part of an exclusive club now that you're not in. Huh? <laughs> so much for compassion. Fuck you, pal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't wait to see the Riptailers go to Europe because when I was in Europe, they make you play for an hour straight. 
And if you try and play for an hour straight without any stage banter, you're going to be exhausted. <laughs> on it, I got to work on. It. <laughs> you have to work on it because they don't they don't allow for any less than an hour. Uh, we'd be like, look, our first album is thirty songs in thirty minutes, or the next one's like uh, seventeen songs in twenty two minutes. We don't have an hour. Yeah. Like, and like, can we play songs twice? They're like, no, don't do your songs Who twice. Who wants to watch a band for an hour? Germany. Like, oh Germany. God, Germany. they must have bad TV or something. <laughs> no such thing as bad TV, only bad viewers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, they don't, they don't have any sense of humor either, so that oh, that's a fun one. Nothing. Yeah, I got a few German friends, and it's uh, it's, it's, it's in it's, there. It's there. <laughs> it's just you've got to really. It's a little depressed. Is about all. There's there's just deep depression in like German everything. Even or, techno, or, or they're, or they're funny. Technology. I just don't get it. So. <laughs> Very the closest thing I got to getting a German joke is when the Simpsons, when there were uh, so some Germans showed up and then they were like, everywhere they were doing the Bard or Homeland, and they said, we must go and go to see Kraftwerk. And I was like, that made me laugh because they mentioned Kraftwerk. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, the Germans. I would have laughed more if it was Einstein Neubauten, but I'll take Kraftwerk. <laughs> so are there more games? I'm, I'm having no, a that was all. That was all the oh. games. Oh. All the rules are done. Oh. oh, speaking of the oil change thing, one last thing I wanted to say is that's that's one of my like uh, go to banter's when I, there's something going wrong or I can't think of anything. That when was your last oil heart. change? When was the last? When was your last oil change? Do you know? You know, always trying to put out some uh, sort of you know. You should, oh, that's you should nerve wracking. I mean, I do oh, my oils regularly. I get oh. synthetic oil change uh, every four thousand miles. Thirteen thousand miles before no. I went on tour. No, who does in that? In July. Oh, who does me. that? Me, my what kind friend. of monster are you? Are you my car fresh is oil? So upset right now. Well, so your car hates you. I, I drive a like Prius. You. I'm a punk rocker that drives a Prius, and our oil, the Prius oil, for some reason costs a lot. So I try to not change not my oil <laughs> you, 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 you know you're just going to call your your engine to seize right like your your cylinders you're well like, not it, yeah. i don't not do it ever i just try to you know elongate yeah. it as much as possible i hear that i've just known <laughs> these friends in high school that were incapable of knowing that they had to do that and then their car like literally blew up on them i was like well this is you neither changed your oil nor did you even add fresh oil as it was running oh, you know low. what sucks about i have a car that you can't change the oil from the top you have to like lift it, and so that's hmm. where I really can't even do it myself. It's ridiculous. Well, I, I got a guy changed my own oil since high school. <laughs> yeah, talk to Lou. Lou's a good guy. <laughs> Lou knows. Lou knows about changing oil. Yeah, different yeah. Lou, not not Uncle Lou. Different Lou. <laughs> the world famous Uncle Lou, though. You know, Uncle Lou's gotta... oil change does <laughs> everything else there. <laughs> it's a quick lube stop. Mm. It definitely is. So we change your opinion on stage banter. Are you going to like say some more words? What what what, what new ideas did you learn from this? What is your oh. reflection? Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's reflect a good question. Reflect on what you learned. Yeah. What it, reflect on the oh conversation. What is your big takeaway? Well, currently it's like, oh man, that's like the question you ask when it's like the end. So yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, kind of bummed. It was great seeing you. It was great meeting you. Uh this is what a lovely service you're doing for this mess of a world that's just in misery and arguing with each other over make me cry, unimportant dude. things like politics when we should be arguing over things like stage banter. And so thank you so much. <laughs> and counting. This is the, really what the world needs now. Thank so you, thank that you is so, kind. so much. And I do mean, there is some joking there, but I do mean that in the sincerest way. Like what I talked about, why i got into the band it's because like my mind's a fucking mess man so it's like punk rock really it saved my life made the best friends in the fucking planet uh and the people that like i'll probably know the two of you for the rest of my fucking life even though we so. don't live in the same area we'll see each other at fest we'll see each other at the show when i'm coming through your town you're coming through my town and so that's I guess that's my takeaway is like it's fucking great seeing you, you know. Aww. So thanks, thanks for having me on. Yeah, that was some good stage it. banter right there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Man. I should just talk more, huh? You got kind things to say. Yeah, the world could hear that kindness. Yeah, yeah. man. It's been enlightening. It's been awesome meeting you. Like same, same. 
So thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, this has been the Sage Banter with Mr. P as with his co-host Rath from Rath of the Wise Guy, Social Live, Vince, No Vacancy Media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Mikey, no show, no goal, not goal, no shell. You got it right the first time. Yeah. Oh, I don't even remember what I said the first time. It, you so. know what? It's German. Oh, it's Mikey one, two, three, four. Um, <laughs> the real Taylor's. Definitely go check out his shows in uh, Nashville and Chicago. When his album comes out, everybody should buy it so that he makes enough money and want to do a live album with me later. Thank you all very much. (laughs) I'll talk to you later. Later days. Later days. So, like, I, even this morning, I listened to the the Green Day. They released it on Spotify, the Green Day Woodstock. There are tricks I do we didn't get into. Like, like during the breaks, you know, like Green Day did with, like, whatever it is, Paper Lanterns or Bruce mm-hmm. Springsteen's it does. Like, during the drum breaks, I will engage with the audience. And so, like, if it's a, like, small crowd, like... I'll be like, who's going to dive off this stage, you know? And then somebody dives off the stage and that means everybody has to come up to the front. So I'll do that. Or with scars and stripes, which I'm probably going to steal soon with the rip tailors. I do the human pyramid. Like, Oh, I need, I need three volunteers and and I need two volunteers. And then I get on top. It's like the human pyramid. And so it's like, it's like, you know, we're, we're like, you know, mid song children's birthday parties. But yeah, yeah, mid-song banters. Okay. Children's birthday parties where you count one, two, three, four before you sing happy birthday. <laughs>